0: Back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a Josh Cohen.
1: Josh, Cohen. Josh Cohen and the home team.
0: You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063.
2: Because while every day above ground is a good day, the field trip days are even better. We are live from the Honda Classic kickoff party from PGA National Resort and Spa, which begins tonight at 6 p.m. Conveniently, as soon as we sign off, we're about, how many feet would you say, Tina? 21? 18? How many feet is that from the bar? Well, you're the closest to the bar.
3: From the bar? No,
2: look behind you. Look behind you. Oh,
3: there's, oh, I would say that's about like 10 feet.
2: Theo Dorsey. That's pretty good. I'm not good with distance. Is that about 12 feet?
4: Uh, I like to think of uh, distance and basketball goal size. So that's about 12 to 13 feet. Yep. Yeah. A goal yeah. is about 12 feet tall when yeah. you include the backboard.
2: We are literally um, on the air till 6 p.m. The party starts literally at 6 p.m. And the bar is well within our reach honda classic kickoff party it's an annual tradition and it used to always be at the gorgeous gardens mall and they moved it here on site to pj national resort and spa we're outdoors under the big tent and it is that official kickoff if you will of spring i know that we're in the middle of february but honda classic is tina the first rite of passage of springtime
3: yes i look forward to honda classic every year the countdown after the new right when it hits the new year begins for honda and i'm just so excited for next week it's
2: like pitchers and catchers for baseball <sighs> theo that's like the you know the sign yep but for me honda classic means I that brutal two and a half hours of winter is finally over <laughs> those, those two and a half hours that it dip below 60 is over.
4: You don't enjoy that? You don't get to get the cold weather fit yeah, off? for two hours. Like, that's that's yeah. all you need.
2: For two hours, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Speaking of cold weather and celebrations, Kansas City, Missouri had themselves a parade yesterday, second time in Three years, and uh, Theo's uh, cheering yeah. because people remember, Theo's been a Kansas City Chiefs fan since August. Yes, yeah. yes. So, so he jumped on that bandwagon in August. Just as others were jumping off, you decided to jump on.
4: Yeah, yeah, man. You got to hit, um, you know, every smart investor knows you buy low. And I bought low on the Chiefs yes, stock. Did. It is, It's soaring now at an all-time high. I mean, we've we got to be easily the odds on favorite to, yeah. to repeat, so I'm happy you right are. now.
2: You actually are. You actually are the odds-on favorite.
4: One of the best decisions i made in my life.
2: Kansas City had a parade, a victory parade, like they always do. And um, what we get to see during the parade is drunk Patrick Mahomes. Now, my question is, the Patrick Mahomes that we see talking to the media on the field after the game, is that the real Patrick Mahomes or is drunk parade Patrick Mahomes the actual real Patrick? Which, Which is the real Mahomes? Is it drunk parade, Pat, or is it? Gosh, you know uh, that's a really good football team, and we we execute <laughs> on every phase, and you know a lot of credit to our coaches, the whole team win, and and, and you know we just want to keep getting better each week. Which is the real Patrick Mahomes team?
4: The, the dichotomy kind of a man, you, Tina. You want to take this one because as a Chiefs fan, I feel like I'm. No, you're I'm, going.
2: i You're going last, I'm Tina. Biased. Tina.
3: I actually think that like put together Mahomes is the actual Mahomes, and that the parade put Mahomes, together
2: like the the one that talks all yes, savvy to the media.
3: Yes, I think that's actually the real Mahomes, and the. the parade one is like the one we get like twice a year for like his birthday and then the Super Bowl celebration. Like I don't think that's actually him but that's we know just that like p- the liquid courage that gets him but, that way.
2: But when people drink the real them comes out. When people drink they become honest and they are more But
3: I think we don't authentic. get that a lot from Patrick Mahomes. Like, I don't think that's his normal, like me, I like to go out, you know, occasionally and occasionally. have drinks. Yeah, uh, often and have drinks. and you <laughs> Occasionally know, my, often.
2: Yes. And often occasionally. <laughs> yes,
3: and that's like <laughs> me who I am, and you see that often. I don't think we see this from Patrick Mahomes often, even outside of football. Like, I don't think when he's with his wife and his friends that that's him ever.
2: Let's go to a, um, a longtime Chiefs fan. Yes, yes. And by longtime, I mean... Pretty much, was it the end of August, beginning of September?
4: Yeah, uh, end of August. You know, and I was born in Kansas, want to point that out too, but keep going. What? I was born in Kansas.
2: Yeah, that's okay, but where do the Chiefs play? In Missouri. Okay, so there's really <laughs> there's no nothing. correlation there. Got it. Um, you have been a Chiefs fan since the beginning of September.
4: Uh, I would say August, yeah. The
2: first real game they played yeah. when you were a fan was like September... Uh, Eleven, Denver. I believe. Yeah, yeah, around then. Yeah. Right. So, so literally, Tina, it's been uh, October, November, December, January. It's been five months and, and five days.
0: Yeah. Your fandom
2: is That's five right. months and five days.
4: That is true. That's right on fire. Yeah. I've
2: got, I've got condiments in my refrigerator that I use still. Yeah. That expired before you became a cheese fan. Well, before you became a cheese fan, these condiments said uh, expired or best to buy.
4: Yeah, what well, a good thing about it is, just like those condiments are still good and you still use them, my cheese fandom is still uh, has the same amount of sanctity. You know what I'm
2: saying? No, I don't. Yes, Tina, is he just trying to make mm-hmm. words? Yeah, or?
3: he's just making words right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm none of, words. It makes, none of it makes sense, Theo. It
4: makes sense. I mean, I'm a cheese fan. I. I can be berated for being a Chiefs fan, but I remember there was one person on this show. I know it's three of us up here. Here goes Tina, and I'm Theo, and then that's Josh. One of us said, All I Chiefs, remember is before the be season began
2: that the Chiefs team. weren't going to make the playoffs. I mean, the I remember before, before the Chiefs. Play- yeah, so before the season began, I said, This is a team yeah. that is going to have to restructure a little bit, yeah. and they'll figure it out. But they've got losses on the offensive line, the skill position, and they're not to me. In the West, I thought the Chargers would be the cream of the crop. They would rise to the top. And then I thought the Raiders would be right there i thought the broncos would not be good i thought the chiefs would be better than the broncos as yeah. it turned out the chiefs were better than everybody as it turned out they were better than er buddy but with that said Damar hamlet had not suffered cardiac arrest in cincinnati the buffalo bills would have had that home field nah the they Buffalo's would
4: have lost to the Bengals. they would have lost to the Bengals just like they did in the playoffs
2: would have been the playoffs but if you want to play ifs, yeah. if my auntie Joan had testicles, she'd be my uncle. Well, you were the first one to Joan. bring
4: up an if. You brought up Demar Hamlin. I want to talk in actualities. Me as a Chiefs fan, I am, ex- I'm, I'm enjoying and also celebrating. So the this Champions is your. I mean, as a
2: Chiefs fan, this is your first Super Bowl.
4: First Super Bowl win
2: ever. Yeah, because for you've me. been a Chiefs fan since September of five this months, past five year. Days. Five months, five days. Been a Chiefs fan for five months and five days. So
4: my team has won 100 percent of the time. What does that make me?
2: Literally, I've been dating the same girl longer. Then you've been a Chiefs fan, and Tina Knowles like that sounds normal. Yeah, that's not. That's it's not. No. That is a remarkable <laughs> achievement. Yeah. Yes, it L- is. Lucky gal. Let's take a listen from the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade to further annoy the majority of America, because for some reason Americans seem to like the Chiefs early on, and now Americans outside of those core areas seem to have already turned on the Kansas City Chiefs, annoyed by the Kansas City Chiefs, bothered by these Chiefs. Take a listen to your Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes, who's about five cans of beer deep. I, I know it looks like he drank more, but probably about five cans of beer deep when he talks about what I thought was a year that was a little more restructuring than rebuilding. Here's Patrick Mahomes.
4: Before we start this season,
1: the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding
2: means. Mm. Um, that does not
1: sound
2: sound like post-game golly gee shucks patrick mahomes tina
3: no it doesn't that just sounds like drunk mahomes
2: So, so which is code does he flip code when he talks to the media like most of us do or does he flip code if he wants to be parade rabble rouser hype man
4: no, I think he does uh, flip code more so for the media, but there's it's a Don't we all it's somewhere in between, right? Yeah, like you're gonna talk as professional and as marketable as you can when you have a camera and a microphone yeah. in your hand. Yeah. But I think, unlike what Tina thinks, I think closer to the real Mahomes is what we got on that parade stage. I agree with you. When he had some beers in him and I agree was with enjoying you. himself. Yeah, I it.
2: agree with you. I think I think the real Patrick Mahomes is drunk uh, parade Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's just my. You, know, you heard his pops talk. God. I heard his what?
4: You heard his pops talk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes Sr. And, that, and again, that's that's his dad. That's the person that helped yeah. raise him. So it's yeah. going to be a little bit of that in there as well. Tina,
2: what if the Patrick Mahomes flipped? What if it was the way he talks to the media was how he did parades and then the way that he does parades is how he talked to the media? What's if he just flipped that? Would that be fun for everybody?
3: It would be fun, but again, I think that the real Mahomes is the one that we get with the media. Like, I don't just see him as that like party out there guy and just screaming and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think this is him normally. And I think, like too, like the, the celebration that they're having, like he has to almost fit in with the teammates in the crowd and what's going on. How
2: fun would it be post game though if he talked like Parade Mahomes? And then like how better. and then how awkward and cringe would it be if he talked to the fans at Parade like he does to the media?
4: It would be worse. The flip would be better in the long run, but in the parade, you got to give them the – you're giving the people what they want right there. You're playing of course. The So, yeah, but in the parade, you want them to be
2: like that. Of course, but what's if it were flipped? What's if we're the other way around?
5: Hmm. What's
2: if we're flipped is what I'm asking. Let's take a bad. listen to Travis Kelsey, who, of course, spoke because that's what he enjoys to do. To rock the mic, he is the NFL's current reigning king of hype men. Here's Travis Kelsey. Um – On the idea of, um, can I get a hell yeah?
1: If you knew the Chiefs were gonna win the division, let me hear you say hell yeah! yeah. All right now. If you knew the Chiefs were gonna get the number one seed, let me hear you say hell yeah! I knew it, you knew it, but they ain't know it. If y'all knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to win the
2: MVP, let me get a hell yeah! Theo, um, I'll give this to you in just a sec. Tina, what did you notice about Theo during that sound?
3: He was just in the moment mm. of that.
2: But he was awful silent, wasn't he? Yeah,
3: well, he was listening to it. I think he was just like in the moment of like wanting to be there but as Tra- a Chiefs five month and five day. But band. didn't
2: Travis Kelsey just say, "If you knew we we're gonna win the division, let me get a hell yeah"? Theo was quiet during that. Yeah. Theo yeah, had no true. belief his team was going to win the division, did he? Oh
3: no, he didn't. He had no idea you were going to win the Super
2: Bowl, did you? You were silent. You had no faith whatsoever because you didn't say hell yeah. You just sat there quiet because you weren't sure. Fake At least fan. you're being. We appreciate you being honest, fake yeah. fan. Fake
3: fan. Fake fan.
4: Guess, fake fan. I guess so. I thought I was going to let the audience hear what <laughs> Travis Kelsey had to say, but yeah, yeah I guess I could have butted in there. Well, no, you revealed
2: yourself. Yeah. yeah. You exposed yourself as a fake and a phony fraud and a fan. Here's the last piece of sound from Travis Kelsey. Now he's quoting Master P from the late nineties. Yes, sir. Take a listen to Travis Kelsey with another nineties hip hop reference. as he's asking for uh, follow back, holler back at me? Let's go late nineties edition with Master P. Let me get a um na mm, na na na. Nah.
1: If you knew the Kansas City Chiefs, we're gonna have the best offense in the National Football League. Let me hear you say, oh, oh. na 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 na. Good That's Lord. a good one right there. I like that one right there. If you knew Chris Jones was going to be the best defensive player in the nation, let me hear you say, oh, na 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 na.
2: He's still quiet. He still quiet. I feel so good, it? Let me hear you
1: say, oh.
2: Um, Travis, love, Travis Kelsey, him. he likes the mic. Oh yes, yeah, yes, he does. Yes. And, and he likes to play to the crowd. Yes. And he likes to sing. No, Tina, who did you confuse Beastie Boys with?
3: Um, I didn't get it, but I was gonna guess Bon Jovi.
2: You were saying Kiss.
4: Oh, Kiss. Yes. Right. Wait, is that My Beastie Be- Boys? His his.
2: You got a fight
3: for
4: your for a right? Your right, right party? To, you don't know that Beastie, Beastie Boys? boys no. Nah. Bro, how old are you? I am 29.
3: It's worse that you don't know it.
2: Unbelievable. It, it's Boys? way worse. It's
3: worse <laughs> that I don't know
1: Beastie She's
2: Boys? She's 25. You're 29. The two of you together. Who knows Beastie Boys songs? Um, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, okay, number one. The yeah. hip-hop legends, number two. Um, Fight for Your Right to Party was like the original.
4: strong <laughs> word. Legend is a strong word for the Beastie Boys.
2: Are you serious legend right now? You gotta
4: shut up, shut up, Theo.
6: I'm Stola Stola
2: please school your boy here because he is ignorant on I this subject. Beastie I mean, boy
6: I'm songs. not I'm not the one to school him, but you cannot be throwing out phrases like "we can't be using legend" with the Beastie Boys. You're just mame, losing all mame, your credibility.
4: Seven Beastie Boys songs.
6: You're talking to a 24 year old. Josh can name the seven, but you legend can't.
4: Legend is a strong word. You are
6: way out of line here, sir. Tone I'm it not tone a it down. I'm guaranteeing
4: Tone it down, Stola. Thank you. I will reserve the authority on that. Hip-hop legend is a very strong word.
2: The Beastie Boys are iconic, transcendent hip-hop legends. For some. The Beastie Boys are Hall of Famers. And the Beastie Boys, by the way, were really the first to merge and meld rock with hip-hop in a sound with Rick Rubin that then changed the landscape of hip-hop. But we'll come back to that in a little bit. Uh, Jordan King, Director of Operations for the Honda Classics, is going to join us here momentarily. They are responsible here, or he rather, for all of this build-out, which is bigger, and more expansive than it has ever been at pj national resort and spa we're told that there is more square footage more levels more space than there's ever been before uh jordan king first of all uh, can i get a mmm na 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 na
7: I can try that. Uh, Mm. No, 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 no. Close. (laughs) It's close. That was really close. Not far from
2: Travis Kelsey, to be honest with you. Who'd you have on Sunday, Philadelphia or Kansas City?
7: I was all over KC. I got a guy that works for me, Caleb Jansen, big KC fan from Kansas City, so we we had to roll together on that. He's one of the
2: biggest KC fans you ever met? Huge. I want you to meet one of the smallest KC fans (laughs) you ever met. Theo's been a fan since September the 11th of last year for the Kansas City.
4: Actually, August, August. Okay, he's going back. That's yeah. all
2: right. They didn't play a real game. Too. I was also
4: born in Kansas, too. He didn't want to leave. And
2: <laughs> what, what state do the uh, Chiefs play in?
7: Well, my parents worked in Missouri. when. Oh, I was when in their parents worked because there. Because Kansas City Got works it. like that. It's one of those. It. Hey, it, ch- it checks out. I'm a Midwest guy originally, so we all kind of stick together. That, that flies you. with me, yeah. Jordan
2: Jordan it. King is a pretty cool name. I'm not sure he's a cool guy yet. We'll yeah. figure that out. <laughs> but how about if your name was Jordan and your last name was King? Tough. Like, how do you go wrong with that? Tough. You know what I'm saying? And like King Jordan. Like like in school, when they call your name, they go King Jordan. be like, I'm King Jordan right mm. here.
7: That didn't hurt. That what didn't, didn't hurt. No,
2: <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> um, we're told that the Honda Classic this year has more space for hospitality and for the people than ever before. Uh, every year it reinvents. Obviously, every year there's new addition, much like Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, and Ralph. You always forget Ralph. Yeah. Um, new, new aspects this year to the Gosling's Bear Trap as well. Tell us. Yeah, we're we're really
7: excited about that. I mean, that's always been our premier kind of flagship structure. For sure, the that's mothership. Ab- absolutely, the case now. Um, the entire bowl back there is double decker, two story. Uh, we're up to about sixty thousand square feet there. So it wow. is. I mean, it puts us in that same company with waste management. You know, everybody knows the the sixteenth hole out there. They get a, they get a lot of credit for that. We're right on the same page out here now. Um, it's going to be an absolute blast, a party out there. It's going to echo in there. It's going to be loud. Uh, the it, it, thing is awesome.
2: Tina was the queen of the uh, Gosling's Bear Trap last year on <laughs> Honda Classic Saturday. She was holding court. <laughs> she was not literally holding court. Uh, court our uh, programming director. Oh, okay. uh, like as that. well as uh, as as well as holding that it down um, with partners and with friends and with listeners and fans. It is, the, the Gosling's Bear Traps become like the ideal location to get a little business done socially and then also get a little social done with your business, right? I mean, you noticed that last year.
3: Yes, I noticed that last year. It was my first year in the Bear Trap. Best time ever, and I will be there again Saturday this year. It, it,
2: it's the spot, because like, you know, waste management. I was just in Phoenix this past weekend in Scottsdale, and that's a bleep show. To be honest with you, Honda Classic is classy. We should be called the Honda Classy because got, it's a it's right amount of party.
7: You're right. We we've got the best of both worlds here. I mean, it's it's the perfect venue to have a bunch of fun, uh, party, have a couple drinks. But the golf view is is unmatched. You've got 16 green. It's awesome to see. I mean, we are three feet off the green. Uh, maybe don't tell the PGA Tour rules officials how close we are. <laughs> uh, but you're, I mean, you're right on top of the players there. We've got. I mean, it's awesome to see the guys walk through the tunnel kind of enter out onto 17, 17T right there, gets the energy up right away. Um, And then, I mean, perfect view. You see the entire hole. I mean, we got it all right there. 15,
2: 16, and 17. That's right. All there together. Jordan King, Director of Operations, Honda Classic, is joining us from the Honda Classic kickoff party. Um, I'm not sure if tickets still remain. Um, Normally, they sell out. We got a huge deck out here this year. But um, if not, check online. Check the website. We got a
7: couple left. We'll make room for you. Come on out.
2: Best website to directly get their tickets in advance is?
7: TheHondaClassic.com
2: thehundaclassic.com. Right. Uh, remember, there's cocktails and there is restaurant sampling, and um, it really is the best value for the entire year in South Florida for party and purpose. Party with pr- It's the best value for what you get to eat, drink, who you get to see, rub elbows with, et cetera, and of course, entertainment. All right, so speaking of all the above, aside from Honda Classic, uh, com to get the tickets for the kickoff party tonight, and aside from the Gosling's Bear Trap, other new elements that got expanded or created for this year for people to check out, particularly if they're on just a grounds pass, would be what, Jordan King?
7: Uh, I mean, I, we, we've we got, I'll, I'll just back up for a, a minute. We've won awards on the PGA Tour for being the most fan-friendly tournament. It you is. You get the biggest bang for your buck with just a grounds ticket. We've got 21 structures open to the public out here. So you buy a wow. grounds ticket, you feel like a VIP. Um, we've got bleachers all over the golf course, uh, Ten, eighteen, eight, one—literally anywhere you can get a you can get a great seat. Uh, Fifteen. Our partners with Corona—we've got an awesome public venue out there. Uh, I'd recommend grab a grab a Corona and just camp there. That's that's an awesome spot. That's a good NASCAR
2: product placement you just did right there. That's cool. You right. know what's that, team? That's how you do it. That's yeah. right. I'm not waiting to happen. Organically, <laughs> just work a little NASCAR plug in there. You know, Daryl Waltrip be like, well, I'm enjoying a Coca-Cola and Domino's Pizza is <laughs> <It's> my. Uh, <laughs> DuPont Chevy, uh, just working it, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. Jordan King, who taught you how to? well done.
7: We got to pay the bills too. We're doing this for charity, but we got to pay the bills. But I'm
2: saying, like, who taught you how to seamlessly work in the mentions? Because you have a background in media? That was really well done.
7: I I watched some NASCAR growing up. That that explains it. I
2: told you it was a NASCAR mention. (laughs) So say you were a 25 year old, attractive female with a fan base of listeners. And uh, you like tequila. And you like day drinking. Where would you go if that were the case? Tina's laughing because she knows I'm talking about her. Yeah. Where would you go under those circumstances?
7: Man, we, we got tequila. We got liquor. We got anything you want to drink all over this golf course. But That's on a grounds
2: pass, on, on a regular admission pass, like where should you go check out during the... Uh, Honda class.
7: I mean, you start at at 17, work work your way all over the golf course. Tito's Stillhouse Lounge, I mean, that's the the next party right outside of the Bear Trap. For sure. I'd start there. I'd bounce my way up to 18, kind of following the golfers up here, get up to 10T, the Tender Champagne Lounge. There's no, no shortage of drinks anywhere.
2: It's a party, and it is a golf event truly unlike any other. It's the perfect mix of social and family fun and golf with meaningful circumstance on the line it's a great field and uh, obviously PJ national resort and spa continues to reinvent this tournament continues hospitality wise and for fan-friendly experience reinvent each year jordan king thank you for stopping by (laughs) i hope to see you out here next week i'm sure you won't be busy at all
7: we got a few things going on. We'll see. You guys I can't next week.
2: imagine you will be busy next week. But if you do, say hello. We got it. Thanks so much, <laughs> Jordan King, Director of Operations, out here at the Honda Classic. Um, we're at the kickoff party, which is being held uh, just above the uh, the bridge there, where, where golfers head in to the clubhouse. So it's that big. Um, tented structure. It almost looks like a hangar where the after parties were last year. And by the way, Tina, last year, the after parties were banging.
3: They were banging. We were out here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was awesome. And then the fireworks show on Saturday night is Mm -hmm. amazing. And
2: by the way, this year, I was just told after parties only on Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no Thursday after party. No Thursday. Theo Dorsey, this is what, your second Honda Classic in full effect?
4: Um, this would be my second full effect one. Yeah, yeah, I think the first year I was here was a little...
2: And you'll be busy. doing television primarily?
4: Mostly TV. I'll be doing radio with you Saturday. The Saturday of the Oh, you and,
2: I, you and I are broadcasting a special Gosling's Bear Trap okay. broadcast. That's going to be... I can't wait. From inside the trap. Yeah. It's, it's the trap house. Trap
3: house. <laughs> I'll be cheering you guys on there. With a the drink, though.
2: tina will t- t- be hanging out. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get a little dark and stormy. Yes. yes. Yeah. In fact, if you want, we can call the show Dark and Stormy. I'll be dark. You'll be stormy.
4: I don't know. We might. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's keep
2: it that way. I I know. I know a little girl named Stormy. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean. Stormy. (laughs) I know a little girl. Well, she was a little girl. It was probably ten years ago. At one point. Probably not so little anymore. She's probably like fifteen years old now. But uh, her name was Stormy.
4: You're talking about a different Stormy.
2: Dark and Stormy, Gosling's Dark and Stormy yes. is the cocktail.
4: Yes, and I had it last year and it was really good. It's I tremendous. Like, I love the uh, the Gosling's um, Ginger beers.
2: And yeah, the, that's why we're there. Yeah. So we'll do uh, the Dark and Stormy show yes. from the Gosling's Bear Trap, otherwise known as the Trap House. Let's rock out. We, we make it, Trap. <laughs> that's how we do. Coming up when we return in just a moment, um, which ESPN personality? may have significantly damaged a projected number one overall draft pick in Bryce Young, may have damaged his draft stock by sharing a picture of his what? This photo may cost this man millions of dollars. How is that possible, you say? I'll explain next. We are live from PGA National Resort and Spa in advance of tonight's Honda Classic kickoff party, the home team on ESPN 106.3.
0: You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Here's live Dorsen. life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Broadcasting uh, live
2: from the Honda Classic Kickoff Party 2023. Outside of PGA National Resort and Spa. Which in one week will be the epicenter of golf. And the primetime event of the daytime in south florida the honda classic one week out from round number one as we are live outside in the pavilion where the honda classic kickoff party commences tonight theo dorsey news channel 5 fox 29 and of course christina the s2 t2 spicy sassy trendy tina
3: oh yeah i yeah, like that one.
2: although today. your dress today is blown in the wind yes <laughs> you've been having wardrobe malfunctions in the, twice in the last uh, eight days
3: yeah i've had a few wardrobe malfunctions and maybe uh the dress i wore today wasn't best for the wind
2: last tuesday you were having an issue with your top yes you were holding it was it a
3: little th- stretched out right from and then farm. today
2: you're having an issue with the bottom yes <laughs> So you're a little bit of an exhibitionist. <laughs> Twice in, actually, that's uh, a nine days.
3: Yes, yes. Mm. Um,
2: a reminder while that music continues, Tina stays sharp uh, physically and mentally because she is a brand ambassador, like myself, of Celsius.
3: Yes, I am. For my 5 a.m. workouts or to get me through the workday, Celsius is my go-to drink. They've got three new flavors out in the last month. Fantasy Vibe, Lemon Lime, uh was a green apple cherry that just Mm. came out that you can find at 7-elevens Celsius again my go-to drink to just get me through the day no crash or jitters there's a flavor for everyone Celsius essential energy live fit
2: which ESPN personality may have significantly damaged a projected number one overall draft pick in the form of Bryce Young Um, That would be Mina Kimes. Mina Kimes, who is one of the most respected and admired NFL analysts. She also does some color commentary on broadcasts. She posted a photo with herself and Bryce Young from last weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona, the site of all the Super Bowl parties and events. Problem is, Tina, she's standing next to Bryce Young and she doesn't look that much shorter than he does. Oh. This is what we call the Stone LeBanowitz effect. Is she in heels? She is in heels, correct. Uh But you don't see that in the photo. Uh So what you see in the photo is primarily torso up. And what people are saying is, how are you going to go number one overall on a guy that just barely edges over Mina Kimes? In fact, there was a tweet that this gentleman put out and this tweet kind of caught fire. He's asking the question, nothing Mina says now will fix the irreparable damage done to his draft stock by this image. And it is Mina with Bryce Young. Mina quote tweeted that and said, I was wearing four inch heels, but she tweeted that in all caps. And all caps means, as we know, all lies. You're just no, f- is,
3: and you're yelling. Nah. No, all cap, caps is yelling. Cap,
2: cap means lying. She's if it's all lying. caps, it's all of this is a lie.
4: She's not lying. Don't do that to Mina or Bryce, man. I, I, I think she had to have the four-inch heels on, man. Come on, keep it real.
2: Um, but so, 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 does it not affect his draft stock? Let's be honest. We're gonna. We, he's not six feet.
4: He's not six feet. But who is? Like Drew Brees is barely six feet. Like. We'll find out when he actually gets measured at the combine. But, like, yeah, I did, when I saw that picture the first time, I'm like, oof.
2: Immediately rough. hit you.
4: And I think more so the conversation around his weight right. has people more afraid than just the height. If he's 5'11", he's 5'10", we'll, we'll figure that out. The weight, too, is tough for him, so I don't know.
2: Quarterbacks used to be big, slow guys that stood in the pocket. Then quarterbacks kind of evolved to big guys who are fast and can content- Like, you just saw Jalen Hurts on Sunday. He is not the norm. He is the exception. He's the outlier Oops. because he's that big and he's that fast and he's that mobile agile. So if you can get a Jalen Hurts, do it. But quarterbacks are bigger than Bryce Young and they are taller than Bryce Young. Balls getting knocked down, batted down, tipped at the line is a real problem. And he's at that height where you say to yourself, Yikes! I mean, Kyler Murray. You see, he has issues sometimes with that exact same thing. Um, this is a Doug Flutie-style player, a size player, yeah. in Bryce Young. So, I'm glad that she said she was wearing four-inch heels. But Stone Labanowitz knows all about lying about your height and misrepresenting it, particularly, particularly when uh, you go on road trips for recruiting.
6: Yeah, most definitely. I had my mother purchase me some insoles that gave me about two and a half inches. And every trip that I went on, when coaches came and visited me at my school, yeah, I was looking at two and a half inches, three inches taller than I, I normally was. I did it three years straight.
2: He wore lifts in his shoes.
4: <laughs> That's hilarious. I How love much that. does that actually help, though? I've never seen it in action. Do you really actually look? 3 Of
2: course three it, it, it makes you 3 inches tall. Dude, really? it's
6: absolutely ridiculous. So you <laughs> buy yourself some Nike shocks already which give you 2 wow. and you use those lifts those insoles from Amazon, right? Whatever they were, they were cheap and you slipped them in and that's an extra 3. So now when this coach turns the corner and I get to stick my hand out He's talking to somebody who's 6 foot 1 and is not realistically 5 foot 9 and some change. Tina.
3: But did Stone not act did that help you in any way like when you played did you not have them in when you played football?
6: I never had them in when I played football. That would and be I I think most definitely it helped right because a coach sends a position coach to come see you at school. So now it's the quarterback coach coming to get eyes on me. And now he calls the head coach and says, hey, this kid's a lot taller than we thought he was. He looks a lot taller than he did on film. And so in in that sense, it does help.
2: So so your mother bought you lifts. She's the best, by the way. Yeah. And particularly when you went on these recruiting trips, you told me that you'd go on the recruiting trips and you would never take your shoes off. (laughs) Because if you took your shoes off, they would see that you were easily three inches shorter.
6: Oh, my God. Yeah, I could never do that. Like, could never, ever do that. And when I had to take my shoes off a certain way, I had to lean the insides to the left where... The guys were to my right, or whenever they made you take your shoes off, I had the insoles in my socks, and then I put my oh, back up wow. against. Oh Hold my, on, you
2: you put the insoles inside your socks?
6: Plenty of times, and I have Nike oh, wow. a, a Nike Spark verification that I was five foot eleven, and wow. that got posted on all of my pages. And once you're Nike Spark verified,
2: you're good to go. Wow.
6: wow!
3: I can't. How tall are you for real?
1: I'm
2: about five, five nine and a
6: half. I'm about five nine and a half. Okay, wow. On a good day, on, yeah. a, on a on a really good day. All right, five
2: nine. He's five nine.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's five nine. Are hey, you
4: still wear lifts? Cause I feel like he's like five ten, five eleven. Listen, he's i still rocking the lifts.
2: Y- y'all know I I got a pair of um of Air Max nineties. Yeah. And when I wear those, I feel like I'm on stilts. They they add literally like two inches, and so. I'll wear those Air Max 90s, and I'm like, I see the world differently. Like, if I'm in my apartment, I see dust that I couldn't bear from, (laughs) that I can't in regular shoes. For real, Air Max, so if you put the insole inside the Air Max 90, you're probably going to get four and a half inches.
4: Now, how's your balance in these things? Well, yeah, you got to walk a, a, a few miles per hour
6: less than you do typically, or else you might wobble.
2: Like a few miles per hour less. How fast do you walk? Huh?
6: <laughs> I mean, if you <laughs> walk, if, if, if you what walk, the four, hell are
2: you talking if about? you
6: walk four miles an hour normally, well, with these these lifts in there, you're walking two. You got to slow it down. You, you don't want to be busted. Why? Hey, why are you walking on funny? Oh, my ankle hurts. You know, he, he, I didn't want have to go through any of that.
2: Stone's been faking the funk.
6: For a while <laughs> I <like it.
2: laughs> but, but I love the fact That mom was like Hey look I want to get you The hell out the house Yeah We got to get you To college we gotta, And I'm, we don't feel Like paying for it So for the love of God Put these in your shoes. In keep your, your shoes on. I, I love the, lo, I've, I mean, a lot of people wear heel lifts in their shoes. Prince did. Frank Sinatra did. A lot of people, Tom Cruise does. Tom
4: Cruise does. has to, huh? I was with
2: Henry Cejudo on Saturday, and, and I, 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 we stood face to face, and I was like, he's wearing kiss boots. Like, like literally the band. Oh. Like he, his shoes had like a three-inch heel on them, mm. and he's got inserts inside of that. Wow. Because I was eye to eye with Henry Cejudo, and he walks around at 5'4". Wow. Yeah. Just saying. So you're not the first guy. But I promise you, you're the first guy to put them inside of socks. That's, that's unheard of. <laughs>
6: that's amazing. I mean, a whole other discussion is the weight thing. Slipping five-pound dumbbells inside of your sliders where your thigh pad usually goes. Stepping on the scale. Wow. Your sophomore, junior year. Now I'm weighing 185, and I'm 5'11". And they're like, Coach, we got ourselves a ball player here. I don't believe anything anymore. A sweatshirt. <laughs> I had a, a big old sweatshirt hanging like lower than my thighs, and I had a five-pound dumbbell slipped in there. Like We were always doing that type of
2: stuff. Is your name even Stone I feel. I feel like we don't even know you. <laughs>
6: wow. You get it so, how you live, like you said, Mama. It was time to get out the house. Just wait, wanted-
3: the five pound in in your size are real? Like people do that, like five pound dumbbells?
4: I swear to I God, think he's telling the truth.
2: All right, so tell us where you hide those five pounds, please. Because you're not having a problem hiding it now. It's, not, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious where those uh, five, I mean 25, I mean 45 pounds are now.
6: You can see it. So typically in a pair of football pants or sliders, when you put on some underarmers, back in the day, you don't have many more because they're built in, but you were able to slip a thigh pad that stands right over your quad. Right, right. So where that little nest was, you would take one of those circular five-pound weights and you slip them in there. And you would wear a big shirt or a sweatshirt that went kind of right past that thigh point. What if they padded do you, you run down? With that? What if they padded you down? You, you don't run like that. It's hey buddy, take your shoes off and hop on the scale. And so right. I'm just okay. stepping on the scale and I have an extra ten pounds to me. So instead of being 175, I'm 185. Could and- you
2: imagine that they're like, all right, let's just have a little let's throw the ball, let's have you roll out. Yes. And he rolls out, he starts running. <laughs> and all of a sudden oh, weights come flying out of his pants. There's a barbell that comes out of his crotch, <laughs> then all of a sudden he, he slips and, and then there's lifts that come out of his Socks, his shoes fly <laughs> off. Could you imagine? And he just picks up his stuff and he just goes to the bus station.
6: <laughs> I would never show my face again. Ever. Ever. Oh, my
2: gosh. Uh, so, so tell us. When you were um, being recruited and, and these visits were happening, Like, how much did you weigh then? How much do you weigh now?
0: Mm,
6: okay, so my, juniors, my junior year going into my senior year when coaches would come in to visit me, probably 185 pounds, 180 is probably that right.
2: weight, and right now... Your your weight was 180, and right now, what are you pushing, like 235? <laughs>
6: well, relax, okay? As of January 20, 26th, according to Publix, like 192.8. is out here. Get out of it. What,
2: what do you mean? Wait, y'all get weighed at Publix? Every what time. You, what do you think that giant scale next to the front door is for? It's right the Pro- Pro- <laughs> at the entrance. Y'all be weighing yourselves at the What are you doing? What, what
3: Not are you- all of us have scales at our house oh no what you
2: Wait. know what the problem is we, we forgot theo uh, gets his groceries Kansas. he goes to Win dixie <laughs> <laughs> you you go to albertson where do you go at every Publix dummy there's a giant scale by the door are you weighing
4: yourself why are you weighing scales? yourself th- wh- at you Publix?
3: why not if you want to know how much you weigh why wouldn't you ju- it's a free scale right there you don't got to buy a 30 dollar one for your house it's
2: a tradition
4: is that really a tradition? Yes. Yes.
2: Yes.
3: It's a tradition.
2: Every Publix has a giant scale that you step on. It. Every time I step on he it, lies. I flex my right. arms and pretend I'm being weighed in for a title fight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I you see guys doing that. I- I have to keep my eyes more peeled. I've never seen anybody step on the scale. I've also never really seen the scale. It's massive. And the fact that you guys are doing this to me is actually kind I'm not of even lit. joking. I,
2: I walk into Publix, and uh, you know, like the one in City Place, right? You, the parking lot, and then you walk in the scales immediately to the left. I think most Publix, isn't it, immediately to the left? Yes. yes. All right. So immediately to the le- and and Stone, it's one of those giant ones, oh. like like you would see it's
3: green and silver,
2: like you'd see at a carnival back in the day, Absolutely. When, when a guy would guess your weight and then you get on it. Yes. Um. So I step up on it. And I flex both my arms, and I, and I say out loud, 145, <laughs> Cohen, <laughs> 145.
4: I am sick. Under my breath. I back. am actually, I'm aggravated that people actually do this. I need Ooh. to see it in person. Now I might just hang around my nearest public store. What's tomorrow.
3: so wrong with that?
4: I think it's the weirdest thing I've heard all day. Maybe but, even all week. But
3: why? Why?
4: Weighing yourself in the grocery store, you guys see no problem with that? That is a very strange activity.
3: That's not strange at all. It's next just something thing, you can know. Next thing
2: he's going to tell us is that he never got his temperature taken at Shoe Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to Shoe Carnival in the strip malls in Florida, as soon as you walk in, there's a thermometer. Yeah. And you could take your temperature. Is it's it, been there since before COVID.
4: Is, it's a tradition. Is it the one you stick in your mouth or the one you stick in... <laughs> Listen. Even one is a little
6: invasive. Listen,
2: listen. From what I heard, from what I heard, you put every kind of phenomenon in the same place.
6: <laughs> <laughs> there are two major red flags for Theo Dorsey today. One, he's never been to, Trying to. <laughs> say that the beastie boys were not legends of hip-hop and rock and roll and too, not knowing that there were scales in publics so i think those two are really
4: alarming things theo not gonna All lie. I said was it is a very it's a stretch to say they're legends of hip-hop i
2: Never promise you it's anything not.
4: outside of that I'm going, to, I'm going to i'm going to i'm going to name seven songs i'm going
2: to tweet it out are yeah. the beastie boys legends of hip-hop legends. and it's going to be 85 percent yes guarantee so i'll bet on that that's Just a guarantee number name five Are you serious?
4: I'm I'm not saying they don't have hits. I'm not saying they weren't good. They have great songs. I like some of Beastie Boys' songs. Legend is a strong word. Continue. They're a Hall of fame. You
3: famous. didn't know you got to fight for your right to party was the Beastie Boys. I didn't.
4: Exactly. That's why so, I'm like, yes, another good one from the Beastie Boys. I'm not degrading them in any sense. I don't even
2: have the platform to do so. But you, you think you think They're legend great. You think legend is a stretch? I just hold legend to,
4: uh, obviously, you know, just like when people say what's a superstar in the NBA right. or in the NFL, some people give superstar titles to everybody. I don't give legend status to everybody. Legend has if to Jay-Z, be a very
2: small right. circle. If Jay-Z said Beastie Boys are legends, does that do it for you?
4: It, it could do it for me, but legend to me means something different to Jay-Z, obviously, then. Because legend to me, I'm like, there's seven, maybe eight. Different groups or people that should be legends in hip hop.
2: Why did you bring the Substone? Why did you bring this up? Bring this up? <laughs> <laughs> We're I, I, at the I, Honda Classic kickoff party. Are
4: there thirty legends of hip hop to y'all? Like a there yes. will be Beastie Boys songs
3: played at this Honda Classic after party and tonight. That's
4: great. So there's, so there's like fifty legends then.
2: There, they're, they're probably in the history of hip hop in fifty years. So yes. then, yeah,
4: legend means something different to me than what it means to you.
2: Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, Kumo D, Curtis Blow. I mean, that's the origin right there. That's the yeah, beginning like, of it. So you heard of any of those guys? Come on. Right. What are we doing? Salt and pepper? Legends or no? What are we doing? Jay Z? Salt and pepper? Uh, Jay Z? Legend? What are we doing? Biggie?
4: All right, we could go, go through person by person, but legend status is, is a little bit, yes, yes. yes. Eric B. Rakim? Yes.
2: Just ch- I'm just checking. So we're, like, al- we're already, so we're already, it's already not a, even a disrespect
4: thing. To me, it's more so of like, it's, it's a status thing where I feel like you have to be in that sphere. Like the Jay Z's, like Drake has gotten himself into a legendary uh, stratosphere. I'll just put it like this, like for King Boy with their would bring never this up. even come close uh, to uh, what Drake does. coming up Jay-Z. when
2: we return, when we return which NBA star did not know how long the all star break is going to be never knew. And he plans on spending it doing what? You will hear it for yourself no way. next. Also, I'd like to clarify that when I did vouch for Theo um, as being the next to the throne Hello, cool is my protege me as his mentor I want to clarify that that is no longer the case I will no longer vouch for Theo <laughs> nor will I show him the way any longer if he does achieve any level of success he'll do it on his own that's great um, I cannot in, in good faith I cannot Tina in good faith uh, calls anyone my protege or my apprentice if, in fact, they don't recognize the Beastie Boys as legends of hip-hop.
3: That and the public scale. He thinks it's weird. No, I still like out. you. He's out. I just can't o-
2: professionally vouch for you.
4: I'm okay with these things. I'm okay with these things. Slick Rick. I mean, I could throw out a bunch of... like, But I'm just saying, Beastie Boys is a little bit of a stretch. But I'm okay with Have it.
2: Have you never gotten your blood pressure taken at a Sonic?
4: Have you never got
3: your blood pressure taken at Publix?
2: Actually, there is a machine for that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Sonic's not, not a real thing. I think. Actually, I Which NBA player didn't know how long the All-Star break is going to be? And listen to him when he finds out how long it actually is. Plus, he'll tell us how he plans on spending it. Right, we'll do that for you next. Quick reminder, Anna Jean levine Accident Attorneys, one 800 747 free 800-747-3733. If you were in an accident, if you had a slip and fall accident, maybe you got injured on the job call Anajar and levine the consultation is free they answer the phone 24 hours a day they're going to help you take back control of your life you'll always talk to an attorney with Anajar and levine 1-800-747-free 747 3733 for Anajar and levine accident attorneys take back control of your life the miseducation of theo dorsey continues live from the honda classic kickoff party on espn 1063
0: You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. We are back
2: live from PGA National Resort and Spa, the site of the Honda Classic. Round one, one week from today. And of course, the Honda Classic kickoff party. The best value in Party for Purpose in South Florida the entire year round. Tina. Tina is on the field trip with your boy Brother Love, and of course, Theo Dorsey is uh, joining us for the afternoon. Dean's on his way to UFC fight night in Vegas. He'll be on the desk, I believe, and he'll be handling some of the analysis during the fight. Uh, Quick reminder, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, a family-owned company since 1970. That means they've been in business longer than any of the three of us have even been alive. That means they're doing something right. And by that, we mean the home of honest, reliable service. A family-owned business puts their reputation on the line with every customer. The people they hire have to be good people that do honest, good work. You need a core base in which you're their car guy every three months for service, uh, every time for repair. Because that's the kind of trust that is earned when you're a local family-owned company and someone's accountable. Corporations don't care. People do. Families do. They got tires for everything. Everything. They got batteries for everything. You probably got a marine power Sport. They got a battery. Side by side, they got a battery. Golf carts, they got your battery. Oil changes, of course. They can even do them cheaper and get you out faster than the dealerships can that keep telling you to come in for service because their um, hourly rate for... Excuse me, labor is lower, and there's a, a quicker turnaround. Here's what you do. Make an appointment online, slbt.com, or just stop in. St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Slb.com, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, a home of honest reliable service since 1970. And joining us now is the man that took this tournament to levels and stratospheres maybe even never imagined. And it's strange to put the word former in front of executive director, but after 16 years of making this a world-class event, second to none in hospitality and purpose, Ken Kennerly is now the former executive director of the Honda Classic, and he joins us now live. It's great to see you, my friend. I understand, much like Tina, you're up early doing the Orange Theory.
5: We are. I'm just learning. I'm trying to get in shape. My wife's uh, yanking me there on a leash every morning, but you know what? It's great to be here, and Josh, you know, can't thank you and the team each and every year, the promotion that you guys give us. Obviously, we have our great Honda Classic live show uh, for two hours, two uh, separate one-hour shows on ESPN, and you you guys have been great partners with us since year one, and you know, look, year 17 out here at PGA National, who would have thought we, we are where we are, but uh, it's going to be another terrific year. I mean, this is absolutely our best build, as you'll hear from Andrew and Jordan King and the others, and, you know, when the PGA Tour comes in on Monday morning and the, our spectators roll out here on, uh, you know, Wednesday onwards and, and see what we've done. It's, it's pretty special, and, you know, we're sitting this year for the kickoff party on the Seeker Terrace, you know, a new partner of ours on the Seeker Terrace, and, you know, it's going to be a great event tonight. We're going to have fabulous and it's just gonna be a lot of fun the beginning of uh, adult spring break is one of our great friends calls it
2: that's exactly right adult spring break and, and you know who you are that uses that phrase and caught on to a lot of us ken kennerly joining us live on the home team now the former executive director uh, 16 years when you started out <coughs> with this tournament did you ever imagine that it would grow and become what it did i mean we dream we, we all hope for but did you believe that it would become what it did
5: well, I mean, look, you were with us in year one. We yep. we employed a 52-week marketing strategy. I mean, we knew we had to be in the community. The old Honda Classic was not in the community. The, the tournament would roll into town and roll out, and people would scratch their head and go, oh, I missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we, 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 we cater to everybody. We cater to the families. We cater to the non-golf fans. Of course, the golf fans are going to know when the PGA comes to town, so we don't spend as much you know, money, time, effort on promoting it to golfers, mm-hmm. but... You know, what we've done over the last 16 years, and this is year 17, is turn this into a party. But it's not just a party for adults, it's a party for the kids Mm -hmm. and a party for really everybody. And, you know, would I have thought we got to where we are? You know, if I had to fast forward 16, 17 years, maybe I wouldn't be where we are here, but I'd be close. I mean, if we weren't doing our job properly, Josh, if we weren't doing our job, uh, we wouldn't have what we have here today. Uh,
2: You would have hoped that something like this was attainable, but we know that, you know, sometimes dreams come true. Hard work can make that happen. The Honda Classic is the event that the eyes Of the nation upon us for the weekend and of course it is the epicenter of golf but beyond that it is truly where business gets done where fun gets done where families and first dates happen and everybody feels like the party's for them everybody feels like the events for them it doesn't feel as though there's too much of this too much of that it is such a remarkable feat to pull that off
5: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I hear throughout the year, I mean, there are probably 12, 15 engagements that have come because of the first meeting at the Gosling's Bear Trap, and then the, you know, secondary meeting, and then the next year they get engaged. I mean, we've heard that. 12, 15, I know easily, and, you know, look... We've got a, a great leader in Andrew George. I, I'm so, so impressed with him. He was our great tournament director for many years. So while I'm the former executive director, executive director emeritus, whatever you're going to call me, you know, I'm, not, I'm not gone. I mean, I'm still, I still report to the board. I still oversee the tournament from about 30,000 feet. And I, I am just so proud of what our team continues to build year in and year out.
2: Emeritus sounds very regal, doesn't it? Emeritus. I love that. It sounds like I you're speaking that. at a commencement for a night. Sounds Ivy like school. I got a
5: foot in the grave, to be honest with you. Stop <laughs> it.
2: Ken Kennerly joining us live on the home team. We're real short on time here. Real quick, uh, one thing this year, because again, you get it. You get it like Disney got it. You get it like Vegas got it. Reinvention is key. You have to create a new experience every year for everybody, even the folks that have been coming every year. The one thing this year you're excited about that's different from years past is.
5: Well, there's several things. So the, the double-decker bear trap is phenomenal. I mean, wait till people come out here and see it. Crazy. The secret terrace here is going to rock. We've got fabulous music, you know, Friday, Saturday night with fireworks from Tire Kingdom. And, you know, people are going to have a great time. And I'll tell you what, our... All our suite holders have already gone through all their tickets. They're asking for additional tickets. Our chalet folks as well. Ticket sales are going well. The bear trap, of course, will be on fire starting, you know, Thursday. And Pro-Ams are sold out. It's just it's going to be another magical week as we roll into the 23 Honda Classic. And let's not forget, at the end of the day, our main objective is to raise money for charity. And you've done we're a over good job 61 with that. million in total, 6.4 last year. Amazing. And uh, we're Amazing. looking to eclipse that once again this year.
2: It's remarkable. Can, can, and he hit the mark, by the way. And he hit the out mark. Yeah. Yeah. There's no pro like Ken Kennedy, uh, former executive director or executive director emeritus, mm. Ken Kennedy, the hunter. <laughs> Thank you for your time, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you out here next weekend.
5: Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support as always. Always, of Cheers. course.
2: Cocktail hour is next. We got major pettiness on Twitter with NFL stars. We'll share it with you. The home team on ESPN 106.3.
0: You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Here's Theo live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Broadcasting uh. live
2: from the Honda Classic Kickoff Party 2023. Outside of PGA National Resort and Spa, which in one week will be the epicenter of golf. And the primetime event of the daytime in South Florida, the Honda Classic. One week out from round number one, as we are live outside in the pavilion where the Honda Classic kickoff party commences tonight. Theo Dorsey, News Channel 5, Fox 29. And of course, Christina, the S2T2, spicy, sassy, trendy tina
3: oh yeah i like that one.
2: although your dress today is blown in the wind yes (laughs) you've been having wardrobe malfunctions twice in the last uh, eight days
3: yeah i've had a few wardrobe malfunctions and maybe uh the dress i wore today wasn't best for the wind
2: last tuesday you were having an issue with your top yes you were holding it was a little
3: stretched out right and then today
2: you're having an issue with the bottom yes So you're a little bit of an exhibitionist. Yeah. Twice in, actually, that's uh, a nine days.
3: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, a reminder while that music continues, Tina stays sharp uh, physically and mentally because she is a brand ambassador, like myself, of Celsius.
3: Yes, I am. For my 5 a.m. workouts or to get me through the workday, Celsius is my go-to drink. They've got three new flavors out in the last month. Fantasy Vibe, Lemon Lime, uh was a green apple cherry that just mm. came out that you can find at 7 Elevens. Celsius, again, my go to drink to just get me through the day. No crash or jitters. There's a flavor for everyone. Celsius Essential Energy. Live, fit.
2: Which ESPN personality may have significantly damaged a projected number one overall draft pick in the form of Bryce Young? Um, That would be Mina Kimes. Mina Kimes, who is one of the most respected and admired NFL analysts. She also does some color commentary on broadcasts. She posted a photo with herself and Bryce Young from last weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona, the site of all the Super Bowl parties and events problem is, Tina, she's standing next to Bryce Young, and she doesn't look that much shorter than he does. Oh. This is what we call the Stone Lebanowitz effect. Is she in heels? She is in heels, correct, uh-huh. but you don't see that in the photo. Uh-huh. So what you see in the photo is primarily torso up, and what people are saying is, how are you going to go number one overall on a guy that just barely edges over Mina Kimes? In fact, there was a tweet. That this gentleman put out, and this tweet kind of caught fire. He's asking the question, Nothing Mina says now will fix the irreparable damage done to his draft stock by this image. And it is Mina with Bryce Young. Mina quote tweeted that and said, I was wearing four-inch heels. But she tweeted that in all caps. And all caps means, as we know, all lies. You're just no, f- lying. Is,
3: and you're yelling. Nah. No, all cap, caps is yelling. Cap
2: cap means lying. She's if it's all lying. caps, it's all of this is a lie.
4: She's not lying. Don't do that to Mina or Bryce, man. I, I I think she had to have the four inch heels on, man. Come on, keep it real.
2: Um, but so 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 does it not affect his draft stock? Let's be honest. We're gonna we, He's not six feet.
4: He's not six feet. But who is like Drew Brees is barely six feet. Like We'll find out when he actually gets measured at the combine. But, like, yeah, I did when I saw that picture the first time, I'm like, ooh.
2: Immediately rough. hit and you
4: And I think more so the conversation around his weight right. has people more afraid than just the height. If he's 5'11", he's 5'10", we'll figure that out. The weight, too, is tough for him, so I don't know.
2: Quarterbacks used to be big, slow guys that stood in the pocket. Then quarterbacks kind of evolved to big guys who are fast. and content- Like, you just saw Jalen Hurts on Sunday. He is not the norm. He is the exception. He's the outlier Oops. because he's that big and he's that fast and he's that mobile, agile. So if you can get a Jalen Hurts, do it. But quarterbacks are bigger than Bryce Young and they are taller than Bryce Young. Balls getting knocked down, batted down, tipped at the line is a real problem. And he's at that height where you say to yourself, Yikes. I mean, Kyler Murray, you see he has issues sometimes with that exact same thing. Um, this is a Doug Flutie-style player, a size player yeah. in Bryce Young. So I'm glad that she said she was wearing four-inch heels. But Stone Labanowitz knows all about lying about your height and misrepresenting it, particularly, particularly when uh, you go on road trips for recruiting.
6: Yeah, most definitely. I had my mother purchase me some insoles that gave me about two and a half inches. And every trip that I went on, when coaches came and visited me at my school, yeah, I was looking at two and a half inches, three inches taller than I, I normally was. I did it three years straight.
2: He wore lifts in his shoes.
4: <laughs> That's hilarious. I How love much that. does that actually help, though? I've never seen it in action. Do you really actually look? Three, Of course, it, it, it
2: makes you three inches tall. Dude, really? it's
6: absolutely ridiculous. So you <laughs> buy yourself some Nike shocks already, which give you two. Wow. And you use those lifts, those insoles from Amazon, right? Whatever they were, they were cheap, and you slipped them in, and that's an extra three. So now when this coach turns the corner and I get to stick my hand out, He's talking to somebody who's six foot one and is not realistically five foot nine and some change. Tina.
3: But did Stone that act did that help you in any way like when you played did you not have them in when you played football?
6: I never had them in when I played football. And that would be I, I think most definitely it helped, right? Because a coach sends a position coach to come see you at school. So now it's the quarterback coach coming to get eyes on me. And now he calls the head coach and says, hey, this kid's a lot taller than we thought he was. He looks a lot taller than he did on film. And so in, in that sense, it does help.
2: So so your mother bought you lifts. And She's perti- the best, by the way. Yeah. And particularly when you went on these recruiting trips, you told me that you'd go on the recruiting trips and you would never take your shoes off. Because <laughs> if you took your shoes off, they would see that you were easily three inches shorter.
6: Oh, my God. Yeah, I could never do that. Like, could never, ever do that. And when I had to take my shoes off a certain way, I had to lean the insides to the left where... The guys were to my right, or whenever they made you take your shoes off, I had the insoles in my socks, and then I put my oh, back up wow. against. What? Hold my, on, you
2: you put the insoles inside your socks?
6: Plenty of times, and I have Nike. Oh, I have wow. a, a Nike Spark verification that I was five foot eleven, and wow. that got posted on all of my pages. And once you're Nike Spark verified, you're good to go. Wow!
3: I can't. How tall are you for real?
6: I'm about five, five nine and a half. I'm about five nine and a half. Okay,
4: wow. Well,
2: on a good day,
6: on, yeah. a, on a on a really good day. All right, five nine. He's five nine. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: He's five nine. Hey, didn't, I, do you
4: still wear lifts cuz I feel like he's like 5'10, five, 5'11. Five, listen, Are you I You still rocking the lifts?
2: Y- y'all know I I got a pair of um, of Air Max 90s. Yeah. And when I wear those, I feel like I'm on stilts. They they add literally like 2 inches. And so I'll wear those Air Max 90s, and I'm like, I see the world differently. Like, if I'm in my apartment, I see dust that I couldn't bear from, (laughs) that I can't in regular shoes. For real, Air Max, so if you put the insole inside the Air Max 90, you're probably going to get four and a half inches.
4: Now, how's your balance in these things? Well, yeah, you got to walk a, a, a few miles per hour
6: less than you do typically, or else you might wobble. Like a few miles per
2: hour less. How fast do you walk? Huh?
6: <laughs> I mean, if you walk four miles an hour normally, well, with these, these lifts in there, you're walking too. You got to slow it down. You, you don't want to be busted. Why, hey, why are you walking on funny? Oh, my ankle hurts. You know, he, he I didn't want to have to go through any of that.
2: Stone's been faking the funk.
3: For a while, <laughs> <I like
6: it.
2: laughs> but but I love the fact that Mom was like, "Hey, look, I want to get you the hell out the house. Yeah, we got to get you to college. We got to, and I'm, we don't feel like paying for it. So, for the love of God." Put these in your shoes. In keep your, your shoes on. I, I love the, lo, I've, I mean, a lot of people wear heel lifts in their shoes. Prince did. Frank Sinatra did. A lot of people, Tom, Tom Cruise does. Tom
4: Cruise has to, huh? I was with
2: Henry Cejudo on Saturday, and, I, and I, 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 we stood face to face, and I was like, he's wearing kiss boots. Like, like literally the band. Oh. Like, he, his shoes had like a three-inch heel on them, mm. and he's got inserts inside of that. Wow. Because I was eye to eye with Henry Cejudo, and he walks around at 5'4". Wow. Yeah. Just saying. So you're not the first guy. But I promise you, you're the first guy to put them inside of socks. That's, that's unheard of. <laughs> that's
6: amazing. I mean, a whole other discussion is the weight thing. Slipping five-pound dumbbells inside of your sliders where your thigh pad usually goes. Stepping on the wow. scale. Your sophomore, junior year. Now I'm weighing 185, and I'm 5'11", and they're like, Coach, we got ourselves a ball player here. I don't believe anything anymore. A sweatshirt. <laughs> I had a, a big old sweatshirt hanging like lower than my thighs, and I had a five-pound dumbbell slipped in there. Like We were always doing that type of stuff.
2: Is, is your name even Stone LeBanowitz? I feel. I feel like we don't even know you. <laughs>
6: wow. Get it how you live, like you said, Mama. It was time to get out the house. Just Wait, wanted-
3: the five pound in in your size are real? Like people do that, like five pound dumbbells?
4: I swear to I God, I'm telling the truth.
2: All right, so tell us where you hide those five pounds, please. Because you're not having a problem hiding it now. It's not. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious where those uh, five, I mean 25, I mean 45 pounds are
6: now. You see it. So typically in a pair of football pants or sliders, when you put on some underarmers, back in the day, you don't have many more because they're built in, but you were able to slip a thigh pad that stands right over your quad. Right, right. So where that little nest was, you would take one of those circular five-pound weights and you slip them in there. And you would wear a big shirt or a sweatshirt that went kind of right past that thigh point. What if they padded you run down? that? What if they padded you down? You, you don't run like that. It's, hey, buddy, take your shoes off and hop on the scale. And so right. I'm just okay. stepping on the scale, and I have an extra 10 pounds to me. So instead of being 175, I'm 185. Could and- you
2: imagine that they're like, all right, let's just have a little, let's throw the ball. Let's have you roll out. Yes. And he rolls out. He starts running. <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh, weights come flying out of his pants. There's a barbell that comes out of his crotch. <laughs> then all of a sudden, he, he slips. And, and then there's lifts that come out of his side. His <laughs> shoes fly off. Could you imagine? And he just picks up his stuff and he just goes to the bus station.
6: <laughs> I would never show my face again, ever, ever. Oh
2: my gosh. Uh, so, so tell us when you were um, being recruited, and, and these visits were happening. Like, how much did you weigh then? How much do you weigh now?
6: Hmm. Okay. So my juniors, my junior year, going into my senior year, when coaches were coming to visit me, probably 185 pounds, 180. It's probably that right.
2: weight, and right now... Your your weight was 180, and right now, what are you pushing, like 235?
6: Oh <laughs> Well, relax, okay? As of January 20, 26th, according to Publix, like 192.8. Is that right here? Publix? Get out of it.
2: What, what? what do you mean? Wait, y'all get weighed at Publix?
6: Every what time. You,
2: what do you think that giant scale next to the front door is for? It's right Produce? at the
3: entrance. <laughs> Pro-
2: y'all be <laughs> <mean laughs> weighing yourselves <laughs> at the gro- What are you doing? What, what
3: Not are you- all of us have scales at our house oh, oh no what you
2: Wait. know what the problem is we, we forgot theo uh, gets his groceries Kansas. he goes to win dixie <laughs> <laughs> you, you go to albertson where do you go at every public dummy there's a giant scale by the door giant why are you weighing scale?
4: yourself th- wh- why are you weighing why yourself at public
3: why not if you want to know how much you weigh why wouldn't you ju- it's a free scale right there you don't it's gotta a, buy a 30 dollars one for your house it's
2: a tradition
4: is that really a tradi- you yes. being,
2: I feel like I'm yes. being yes, right
3: tradi- a right now? Yes. It's a tradition.
2: Every Publix has a giant scale that you step on. Every time I step on he it, lies. I flex my arms to pretend I'm being weighed in for a title fight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think see guys got- doing that. <laughs> I I have to keep my eyes more peeled. I've never seen anybody step on the scale. I've also never really seen the scale. It's massive. And the fact that you guys are doing this to me is actually kind I'm not of even hilarious. joking. I,
2: I walk into Publix and uh, you know, like the one in City Place, right? You, the parking lot, and then you walk in the scales immediately to the left. I think most Publix isn't it immediately to the left? Yes. yes. All right, so immediately to the le- and and Stone, it's one of those giant ones, like like you would see it's
3: green and silver,
2: like you'd see at a carnival back in the day, Absolutely. when a guy would guess your weight and then you get on it. Yes. Um. So I step up on it. And I flex both my arms, and I, and I say out loud, 145, <laughs> Cohen, <laughs> 145.
4: I am sick. Under my breath. I back. am actually, I'm aggravated that people actually do this. I need Ooh. to see it in person. Now. I might just hang around my nearest public tomorrow. What's so
3: wrong with that?
4: I think it's the weirdest thing I've heard all day. Maybe well, even all week. But well,
3: why? Why?
4: Weighing yourself in the grocery store, you guys see no problem with that? That is a very strange activity.
3: That's not strange at all. It's next just something thing, you can know. Next thing he's
2: going to tell us is that he never got his temperature taken at Shoe Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to Shoe Carnival in the strip malls in Florida, as soon as you walk in, there's a thermometer. Yeah. And you can take your temperature. Is it's it, been there since before COVID.
4: Is, it's a tradition. Is it the one you stick in your mouth or the one you stick in? <laughs> listen, even one is a little
6: invasive.
2: Listen, listen. From what I heard, from what I heard... You put every kind of thermometer in the same place.
6: <laughs> <laughs> there are two major red flags for Theo Dorsey today. One, He's never been to in Publix. Trying to... <laughs> Say that the Beastie Boys were not legends of hip hop and rock and roll, and two, not knowing that there were scales in publics. So I think those two are really
4: alarming things, Theo. Not gonna All lie. All I said was it is a very, it's a stretch to say they're legends of hip hop. I Never
2: promise said you, it's anything
4: not. outside of that. I'm going and to, I'm going to, I'm going to tweet have to name out. seven songs.
2: I'm going to tweet it out. Are yeah. the Beastie Boys legends of hip hop? And it's going to be 85% yes. Guaranteed. So I'll bet on that. That's a guarantee. Name seven songs. Number. Name five. Are you serious?
4: I'm I'm not saying they don't have hits. I'm not saying they weren't good. They have great songs. I like some of Beastie Boys' songs. Legend is a strong word. Continue. They're Hall of Famers. You
3: famous. didn't know you got to fight for your right to party was the Beastie Boys. I
4: didn't. Exactly. That's why so, I'm like, yes, another good one from the Beastie Boys. I'm not degrading them in any sense. I don't even have the platform to do so. But you, you, think, you, think legend,
2: you think legend is a stretch? I just hold legend to,
4: uh, obviously, you know, just like when people say what's a superstar in the NBA right. or in the NFL, some people give superstar titles to everybody. I don't give legend status to everybody. Legend has if to Jay-Z, be a very
2: small right. circle. If Jay-Z said Beastie Boys are legends, does that do it for you? It, it could do it for
4: me, but legend to me means something different to Jay-Z, obviously, then. Because legend to me, I'm like, there's seven, maybe eight. Different groups or people that should be legends in hip hop. Why
2: did you bring the substone? stone? Why did you I bring the sub <laughs> <laughs> We're I, I, at the Honda Classic I, kickoff party. Are
4: there thirty legends of hip hop to y'all? Like a there yes. re- will be Beastie Boys songs
3: played at this Honda Classic after party and more, tonight. That's
4: great. So, there, so there's like fifty legends then.
2: They're, they're, they're probably in the history of hip hop in fifty years. So yes. then, yeah,
4: legend means something different to me than what it means to you.
2: Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, Kumo D, Curtis Blow. I mean, that's the origin right there. That's the yeah, beginning like, of it. So you heard of any of those guys? Come on. Right. What are we doing? Salt and pepper, legends or no? What are we doing? Jay Z, salt and pepper. Uh, Jay Z, legend. What are we doing? Biggie.
4: All right, we can, go through, we can go through person by person, but legend status is, is a little bit yes, yes. Eric B. Rakim, yes.
2: Just ch- I'm just checking. So we're, like, al- we're already. So we're already it's already not it even a disrespect
4: thing. To me, it's more so of like it's it's a status thing where I feel like you have to be in that sphere. Like the Jay Z's, like Drake has gotten himself into a legendary uh, stratosphere. I'll just put it like this. Like, for Gusty Boy, they're never up. even come close I, 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 to what Drake does. Coming up Jay-Z. when
2: we return, when we return, which NBA star did not know how long the All Star break is going to be? Never knew. And he plans on spending it doing what? You will hear it for yourself no way. next. Also, I'd like to clarify that when I did vouch for Theo um, as being the next. To the throne (laughs) My protege (laughs) Me as his mentor I want to clarify that That is no longer the case I will no longer vouch for Theo (laughs) Nor will I show him the way any longer If he does achieve Any level of success He'll do it on his own Um, I cannot in, In good faith I cannot Tina In good faith uh, calls anyone my protege or my apprentice if in fact they don't recognize the Beastie Boys as legends of hip-hop. One.
3: That and the public scale. He thinks it's weird. No, I still like out. you. He's out. I just can't o-
2: professionally vouch for you.
4: I'm okay with these things. I'm okay with these things. Slick Rick. I mean, I could throw out a bunch of... Like, but I'm just saying, Beastie Boys is a little bit of
2: a stretch. But I'm okay with Have it. Have you never gotten your blood pressure taken at a Sonic?
3: Have you never got your blood pressure taken at Publix?
2: Actually, there is a machine for that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Sonic's not not a real thing. I think. Actually, I Which NBA player didn't know how long the All-Star break is going to be? And listen to him when he finds out how long it actually is. Plus, he'll tell us how he plans on spending it. All right, we'll do that for you next. Quick reminder, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 1-800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. If you were in an accident, if you had a slip and fall accident, maybe you got injured on the job, call Anajar and Levine. The consultation is free. They answer the phone 24 hours a day. They're going to help you take back control of your life. You'll always talk to an attorney with Anajar and Levine. 1-800-747-FREE. 747 3733 For Anajar and Levine accident attorneys, take back control of your life. The miseducation of Theo Dorsey continues live from the Honda Classic Kickoff Party on ESPN 1063.
0: listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. We are back
2: live from PGA National Resort and Spa, the site of the Honda Classic. Round one, one week from today. And of course, the Honda Classic kickoff party. The best value in Party for Purpose in South Florida the entire year round. Tina is on a field trip with your boy, Brother Love and of course, Theo Dorsey is uh, joining us for the afternoon. Dean's on his way to UFC Fight Night in Vegas. He'll be on the desk, I believe, and he'll be handling some of the analysis during the fight. Uh, Quick reminder, St. Lucie Battery & Tire, a family-owned company since 1970. That means they've been in business longer than any of the three of us have even been alive. That means they're doing something right. And by that, we mean the home of honest, reliable service. A family-owned business puts their reputation on the line with every customer. The people they hire have to be good people that do honest, good work. You need a core base in which you're their car guy every three months for service, uh, every time for repair, because that's the kind of trust that is earned when you're a local family-owned company and someone's accountable. Corporations don't care, people do, families do. They got tires for everything everything they got batteries for everything you probably got a marine power sport they got a battery side by side they got a battery. golf carts they got your battery oil changes of course they can even do them cheaper and get you out faster than the dealerships can that keep telling you to come in for service because their um hourly rate for excuse me labor is lower and there's a a quicker turnaround here's what you do make an appointment online slbt.com Or just stop in, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, slb.com, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, the home of honest, reliable service since 1970. And joining us now is the man that took this tournament to levels and stratospheres maybe even never imagined. And it's strange to put the word former in front of executive director, but after 16 years of making this a world-class event, second to none in hospitality and purpose, Ken Kennerly is now the former executive director of the Honda Classic, and he joins us now live. It's great to see you, my friend. I understand, much like Tina, you're up early doing the Orange Theory.
5: We are. I'm just learning. I'm trying to get in shape. My wife's uh, yanking me there on a leash every morning. But you know what? It, it's great to be here. And Josh, you know, can't thank you and the team each and every year, the promotion that you of course. guys give us. Obviously, we have our great Honda Classic live show uh, for two hours, two uh, separate one-hour shows on ESPN, and yep. you know, you guys have been great partners with us since year one, and you know look year 17 out here at pga national who would have thought we we are where we are but uh it's going to be another terrific year i mean this is absolutely our best build as you'll hear from andrew and jordan king and the others and you know when the pga tour comes in on monday morning and the our spectators roll out here on uh you know wednesday onwards and and see what we've done it's it's pretty special and you know we're sitting this year for the kickoff party on the seeker terrace you know a new partner of ours on the seeker terrace and you know it's going to be a great event tonight we're going to have fabulous weather and it's just going to be a lot of fun. The beginning of uh, adult spring break, as one of our great friends calls it.
2: That's exactly right. Adult spring break. And, and you know who you are. That uses that phrase and caught on to a lot of us. Ken Kennerly joining us live on the home team. Now the former executive director. Uh, 16 years, when you started out <clears throat> with this tournament, did you ever imagine that it would grow and become what it did? I mean, we dream. We, we all hope for. But did you believe that it would become what it did?
5: Well, I mean, look, you were with us in year one. We yep. we employed a 52-week marketing strategy. I mean, we knew we had to be in the community. The old Honda Classic was not in the community. The the tournament would roll into town and roll out, and people would scratch their head and go, oh, I missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, they we we, we we cater to everybody. We cater to the families. We cater to the non-golf fans. Of course, the golf fans are going to know when the PGA comes to town, so we don't spend as much you know, money, time, effort on promoting it to golfers, mm-hmm. but... You know, what we've done over the last 16 years, and this is year 17, is turn this into a party. But it's not just a party for adults. It's a party for the kids Mm -hmm. and a party for really everybody. And, you know, would I have thought we got to where we are? You know, if I had to fast forward 16, 17 years, maybe I wouldn't be where we are here, but I'd be close. I mean, if we weren't doing our job properly, Josh, if we weren't doing our job, uh, we wouldn't have what we have here today. Uh,
2: You would have hoped that something like this was attainable. But we know that, you know, sometimes dreams come true. Hard work can make that happen. The Honda Classic is the event that the eyes of the nation upon us for the weekend. And, of course, it is the epicenter of golf. But beyond that... It is truly where business gets done, where fun gets done, where families and first dates happen, and everybody feels like the party's for them. Everybody feels like the event's for them. It doesn't feel as though there's too much of this, or too much of that. It is such a remarkable feat to pull that off.
5: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I hear throughout the year, I mean, there are probably 12, 15 engagements that have come because of sure. the first meeting at the Gosling's Bear Trap, sure, and then sure. the you know secondary meeting, and then the next year they get engaged. I mean, we've heard that, 12, 15, I know easily. and. You know, look, we've got a, a great leader in Andrew George. I, I'm so so impressed with him. He was our great tournament director for many years. So while I'm the former executive director, executive director emeritus, whatever you're going to call me, you know, I'm not, I'm not gone. I mean, I'm still, I still report to the board. I still oversee the tournament from about 30,000 feet. And I, I am just so proud of what our team continues to build year in and year out.
2: Emeritus sounds very regal, doesn't it? Emeritus. I love that. It sounds like you're speaking it. at a commencement for a night Sounds League like I a
5: foot in the grave, to be honest with you. Stop <laughs> it.
2: Ken Kennerly joining us live on the home team. We're real short on time here. Real quick, uh, one thing this year, because again, you get it. You get it like Disney got it. You get it like Vegas got it. Reinvention is key. You have to create a new experience every year for everybody, even the folks that have been coming every year. The one thing this year you're excited about that's different from years past is.
5: Well, there's several things. So the, the double-decker bear trap is phenomenal. I mean, wait till people come out here and see it. Crazy. The Secret Terrace here is going to rock. We've got fabulous music, you know, Friday, Saturday night with fireworks from Tire Kingdom. And, you know, people are going to have a great time. And I'll tell you what, our all our suite holders have already uh, gone through all their tickets. They're asking for additional tickets. Our chale, chalet folks as well ticket sales are going well the bear trap of course will be on fire starting you know thursday and pro-ams are sold out it's just it's going to be another magical week as we roll into the 23 honda classic and let's not forget at the end of the day our main objective is to raise money for charity and
2: you've done over 61
5: million in total 6.4 last year and uh we're looking to eclipse that once again this year
2: it's remarkable ken Ken and he hit the mark by the way and he hit the out mark there's no pro like ken Ken (laughs) Kennerly. uh former executive director or executive director emeritus, mm. Ken Kennedy, the Hunter. But thank you for your time, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you out here next weekend.
5: Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support as always. Always, of Cheers. course.
2: Cocktail hour is next. we got major pettiness on Twitter with NFL stars. We'll share it with you. The home team on ESPN 106.3.
0: You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3.
2: We are back live from PGA National Resort and Spa, the site of the Honda Classic. Round one, one week from today. And of course, the Honda Classic kickoff party. The best value in Party for Purpose in South Florida the entire year round. Tina is on the field trip with your boy, Brother Love. And, of course, Theo Dorsey is uh, joining us for the afternoon. Dean's on his way to UFC, fight night in Vegas. He'll be on the desk, I believe, and he'll be handling some of the analysis during the fight. Uh, Quick reminder, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, a family-owned company since 1970. That means they've been in business longer than any of the three of us have even been alive. That means they're doing something right. And by that, we mean the home of honest, reliable service. A family-owned business puts their reputation on the line with every customer. The people they hire have to be good people that do honest, good work. You need a core base in which you're their car guy every three months for service, uh, every time for repair, because that's the kind of trust that is earned when you're a local family-owned company and someone's accountable. Corporations don't care, people do, families do. They got tires for everything. Everything They got batteries for everything You probably got a marine power sport. They got a battery Side by side They got a battery Golf carts They got your battery Oil changes of course They can even do them cheaper And get you out faster Than the dealerships can That keep telling you to come in for service Because their um, hourly rate for Excuse me Labor is lower And there's a, a quicker turnaround Here's what you do Make an appointment online SLBT.com Or just stop in St. Lucie Battery and Tire, slb.com, St. Lucie Battery and Tire, the home of honest, reliable service since 1970. And joining us now is the man that took this tournament to levels and stratospheres maybe even never imagined. And it's strange to put the word former in front of executive director, but after 16 years of making this a world-class event, second to none in hospitality and purpose, Ken Kennerly is now the former executive director of the Honda Classic, and he joins us now live. It's great to see you, my friend. I understand, much like Tina, you're up early doing the Orange Theory.
5: We are. I'm just learning. I'm trying to get in shape. My wife's uh, yanking me there on a leash every morning. But you know what? It, it's great to be here. And Josh, you know, can't thank you and the team each and every year, the promotion that you of course. guys give us. Obviously, we have our great Honda Classic live show uh, for two hours, two uh, separate one-hour shows on ESPN, and yep. you know, you guys have been great partners with us since year one, and you know, look, year 17 out here at PGA National, who would have thought we, we are where we are, but uh, it's going to be another terrific year. I mean, this is absolutely our best build, as you'll hear from Andrew and Jordan King and the others, and, you know, when the PGA Tour comes in on Monday morning and the, our spectators roll out here on, uh, you know, Wednesday onwards and, and see what we've done. It's, it's pretty special, and, you know, we're sitting this year for the kickoff party on the Seeker Terrace, you know, a new partner of ours on the Seeker Terrace, and, you know, it's going to be a great event tonight. We're going to have fabulous web- and it's just gonna be a lot of fun the beginning of uh, adult spring break is one of our great friends calls it
2: that's exactly right adult spring break and, and you know who you are that uses that phrase and caught on to a lot of us ken kennerly joining us live on the home team now the former executive director uh, 16 years when you started out <clears throat> with this tournament did you ever imagine that it would grow and become what it did i mean we dream we, we all hope for but did you believe that it would become what it did
5: well, I mean, look, you were with us in year one. We yep. we employed a 52-week marketing strategy. I mean, we knew we had to be in the community. The old Honda Classic was not in the community. The the tournament would roll into town and roll out, and people would scratch their head and go, oh, I missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, they we we, we we cater to everybody. We cater to the families. We cater to the non-golf fans. Of course, the golf fans are going to know when the PGA comes to town, so we don't spend as much you know, money, time, effort on promoting it to golfers, mm-hmm. but... You know, what we've done over the last 16 years, and this is year 17, is turn this into a party but it's not just a party for adults, it's a party for the kids Mm -hmm. and a party for really everybody. And you know, would I have thought we got to where we are? You know, if I had to fast forward 16, 17 years, maybe I wouldn't be where we are here, but I'd be close. I mean, if we weren't doing our job properly, Josh, if we weren't doing our job, uh, we wouldn't have what we have here today. Uh,
2: You would have hoped that something like this was attainable, but we know that, you know, sometimes dreams come true. Hard work can make that happen. The Honda Classic is the event that the eyes of the nation upon us for the weekend, and of course it is the epicenter of golf. But beyond that, it is truly where business gets done, where fun gets done, where families and first dates happen, and everybody feels like the party's for them. Everybody feels like the event's for them. It doesn't feel as though there's too much of this, too much of that. It is such a remarkable feat to pull that off.
5: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I hear throughout the year, I mean, there are probably 12, 15 engagements that have come because of the first meeting at the Gosling's Bear Trap, and then the, you know, secondary meeting, and then the next year they get engaged. I mean, we've heard that. 12, 15, I know easily, and, you know, look... We've got a, a great leader in Andrew George. I, I'm so so impressed with him. He was our great tournament director for many years. So while I'm the former executive director, executive director emeritus, whatever you're going to call me, you know I'm not I'm not gone. I mean I'm still I still report to the board. I still oversee the tournament from about 30,000 feet, and I I'm just so proud of what our team continues to build year in and year out.
2: Emeritus sounds very regal, doesn't it? Emeritus. I love that. It sounds like you're speaking it. at a commencement for a night Sounds League like I a
5: foot in the grave, to be honest with you. Stop <laughs> it.
2: Ken Kennerly joining us live on the home team. We're real short on time here. Real quick, uh, one thing this year, because again, you get it. You get it like Disney got it. You get it like Vegas got it. Reinvention is key. You have to create a new experience every year for everybody, even the folks that have been coming every year. The one thing this year you're excited about that's different from years past is.
5: Well, there's several things. So the, the double-decker bear trap is phenomenal. I mean, wait till people come out here and see it. Crazy. The Secret Terrace here is going to rock. We've got fabulous music, you know, Friday, Saturday night with fireworks from Tire Kingdom. And, you know, people are going to have a great time. And I'll tell you what, our all our suite holders have already uh, gone through all their tickets. They're asking for additional tickets. Our chale, chalet folks as well ticket sales are going well the bear trap of course will be on fire starting you know thursday and pro-ams are sold out it's just it's going to be another magical week as we roll into the 23 honda classic and let's not forget at the end of the day our main objective is to raise money for charity and you've done over 61 million in total 6.4 last year and uh we're looking to eclipse that once again this year
2: it's remarkable ken Ken and he hit the mark by the way and he hit the out mark there's no pro like ken Ken (laughs) kennerly uh Former executive director or executive director emeritus. Mm. Ken Kennedy, the Hunter. But thank you for your time, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you out here next weekend.
5: Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support as always. Always, of Cheers. course.
2: Cocktail hour is next. We got major pettiness on Twitter with NFL Stars. We'll share it with you. The home team on ESPN 1063.